We are talking about love at first sight. Oh, how exciting. Has this ever happened to you? Now, don't just say no right away. Take a little time, pause, think about it. Think about all throughout your life. If you've ever fallen in love at first sight, even just imagine that happening. Close your eyes and imagine yourself falling in love at first sight. What happens in your body? Do you get the butterflies and the tingles? We are talking today about intuition. How intuition shows up what it is, how you can trust it, how you can use it when you shouldn't in life, love, and biz. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic, mom of two beautiful souls, and partner to the love of my life. As an empowerment psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast highlights the power of connection with inspiring conversations and calls for social justice advocacy to use our power for good. Aligning our energy, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit to manifest our dreams in life, love, and biz with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered by Design podcast. I am Dr. Liz. I am your host. We are talking about a fun, fun topic today, intuition, how it shows up in our lives, love at first sight. You know we love love here at Visionistas by Design, and I will tell you, this is like hot topics, I'll say. Hot, and um, it's from August, so every month I we receive the... Uh, magazine psychology today and every time I get it I look at the cover and I'm like oh that looks so great and oftentimes I do not have the time to go through and read the articles I busy uh, no excuse other than that but there's so many fun fun articles that come through and are exciting and interesting and I've oh I've had the idea of like oh I should do a podcast episode each month on what psychology today is telling us. So I'm a few months behind because the <laughs> the one we are talking about today is actually from August of 2023. And I will put a link to the articles that I referenced today in the show notes. But the cover of that magazine 
it is just called intuition. So it's a beautiful cover. It's like black on one side, a dark, dark color on one side, maybe navy. And on the other half of the page is a half of a face. So you can see the person's nose, you can see an eye, and it's like it's um, shattered, not shattered, uh, illuminated, that's the word I'm looking for, illuminated by a prism, so a, a rainbow of colors. And the tagline of the magazine that says when to trust your sixth sense about danger romance health and more well you know that caught my eye because I love intuition I love talking about it reading about it talking about it more than reading about it um but that's what we're doing we're gonna talk about it today and so i invite you to think as we approach into this topic about your own experiences experience with intuition what does it mean to you what what comes to mind when you hear the word intuition We think of the trust your gut, follow your heart, um, and when you think of what it says about your sixth sense, which when I read that, I was like, ooh, that movie. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing. Bruce Willis, I forget the other actor's name, but very, very uh, actors and actresses' names. Really good movie. And you know if you've been here before, welcome back. Thank you for coming again. And if you're new, welcome, welcome. That you you know how much I love talking about energy and dreams and intuition is kind of in that same realm where we, we have a sense, we have a knowing. We may or may not have specific evidence to say where this knowing, where this message, where this gut feeling comes from. And typically with intuition, you we at first we we don't really know. We just kind of say, I just have this feeling or it's in my gut. And what we have done here over and over and over on the Empowered by Design podcast is build self-awareness of your body, of your mind, of your heart, of your soul, of your spirit. We go through those energy inventory aspects and check in with ourselves in order to be able to trust yourself, trust your thoughts, trust your intuition, trust your body, the physical sensations that you have that are messages from our physical body, our internal, external body you know when your when your skin prickles or the hair on the back of your neck stands up you have butterflies in your stomach your hands and fingers your fingers and toes might be tingly you get a sense a knowing these are all aspects of intuition and 
And that's what we're talking about today. So you know also that we love talking about life, love, and biz. Um, When we think about intuition, so um, a couple of the the fun things that came up in, in the readings were the ability to the the ability to know about ourselves without again without being able to say this evidence this comes from this or this comes from this and in the art and there's a couple of different articles in here so there were a few different short selections and of course one of my favorites was the love at first sight so I will tell you, we're going to start with that one because we love love. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I will say, I, I can think back of it throughout my life because I've always loved love and I've always been very just um, energized when I would see a person um, or be in, in the presence, a connection with someone who was like, oh, dreamy or whatever. And, um, but I, I would, (laughs) I'm trying to say about my partner, (laughs) my, my hubs, Chad, um, if we fell in love at first sight, no, we did not. Um, we actually met, went on a date, nothing came of it and met up seven ish years later. So, um, it was not love, and maybe if it was love at first sight, I didn't know it, <laughs> and neither did he. But um, so love at first sight can be amazing, and it can, oh, oh, I just thought of one, love at first sight. I okay, so yes, I will say it happened, um, because we can fall in love so many different times in our lives, and it it's a wonderful experience, and. I will say that my love at first sight experience happened when I was studying abroad in um, I, my junior year of college. I studied in Valencia, Valencia, um, and we were out one night and we were out dancing. Brisa del Caballo is what, what it was called. Ooh, look how fast I remember this love at first sight. I was with my friend, Lauren and Lauren, one we called Blondie because we had to differentiate them somehow. And we were, we had so much fun together. So we would go dancing and a lot of us um, who were in the program, so we went with a program through a, a university in the United States. So we had a group of people and... I remember, actually, this is a funny story of love at first sight. I remember, so I had done the fall semester and the spring semester study abroad. And the fall the fall semester, there were one group of people who came. You could do a semester or the year. And I think only like maybe three or four of us did the whole year. And I remember... So the second semester came, I had gone home, Um, it was Y2K, so I went home for um, a little bit during, I guess, Christmas over New Year's in in that time to be home with my family, and then I went back to Spain, and I remember when the new group of study abroad students from the U.S. came, they arrived, because we went to meet them, so the people who had been there the whole year 
um, we went with our host families. <laughs> oh, this is so fun reminiscing. I did not know this was going to happen today. That's what I love about this. It's like I had a little idea of reading these things to you and and then we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll see how much of this stuff we get to. But remember that I'm going to link it in the show notes so you can follow up. So I remember specifically when the bus arrived with the new exchange students, study abroad students, that I knew right away that one of, I saw Lauren, so that one Lauren had blonde hair and one Lauren had dark hair. And there was something about I just seeing them come off the bus. I knew in an instant, oh, we're going to have fun. They're going to be fun people. And so you can fall in love romantically. You can fall in love or trust your gut intuitively for friendships and connections. And I would I would absolutely say that that experience um, is true for me. So for for we had the most amazing time. The three of us were inseparable. We went. We traveled. We oh, and until you stay in a hostel. <laughs> with the people and you're like there's bars on the windows and this was the only place that had space in the city on our budget you become very close very close and so yes so I fell in love with my friends and back back to Brisa del Caballo we were out and we were dancing and there was this very attractive man who, I, and I, I would say I, 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 I mm, I'm gonna say it has to go to both ways, right? Because if you think of when you see Love at First Sight in a movie or a, a show, a play, a musical. I just um, just attended last weekend my daughter's um, and her classmates' production of Aladdin Jr. Middle School. You've heard me, if you've been here this season, you've heard me talk about how exciting that musical was. They did such an amazing job. Such, such, such an amazing job. So great. Um, I was so, my heart was just overflowing with joy. And of course, the tears were flowing. Watching my daughter up on stage, my nephew, and the, all of them. they The cast and the crew, the backstage, just the way they moved the scenes and the director and the all of the staff that helped just cannot say enough good things but um in that in the musical if you've ever seen Aladdin um there was a moment where Jasmine and Aladdin meet in the marketplace and they did it very well they their eyes lock and it's like nothing else is in the room nothing else is in the space they just come together like magnets and move in this flow of connection and just there doesn't have to be words it's just magnetism and that is it that is love at first sight 
And that is what happened in Brisa del Caballo in Valencia. Um, our eyes locked and, and I just remember dancing, 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 dancing. And I was 20, so young, very young and in love. And it was a beautiful, fun adventure while I was there. Oh, I have to take off my specs because they're hurting my ears with my headphones. Whew. Um, a very nice experience. And yes, my love at first sight. We, we did not continue our relationship beyond me leaving Spain. Um, that was hard very difficult for me. I'm a lover and I put all of it in there. I put all of my love into things and it just, it, again, maybe that's intuition as well. Um, the dream and the like, oh, we should, you know, move here. You should move there. And I, I was not moving. <laughs> I was not going to move to Spain. Um, 100%. I still had a year of school and it, it, it all worked out for the best. And I have a beautiful memory, a beautiful memory of love at first sight, a beautiful memory of a few months of a love affair that was foreign in a foreign land. And, um, and I think my parents were probably a little afraid I might move there <laughs> to be honest, TBH, because I would, at that time, there we did not. I don't. I did not have a cell phone. I don't believe. No, definitely not. So the communication with my parents at that time was email and postcards and letters, and every week we did a phone call. Um, and so I, I think they probably even talked to him because he did um, call my house. A few months after we arrived home from Spain, he called to wish me a happy birthday. Um, and I wasn't at my house. I was at Lauren's house, Blondie. And he tracked me down. So that was, I remember that call as well. So we were celebrating. So I was turning 21. And I, we had a fun party at Lauren's house. And so she lived about an hour, 15 minutes away from me. And we all, you know, a few of us gathered and we did a lot of dancing there too. We love to dance and um, I'll never forget that moment either. We were just in her living room and her mom came into the living room and was like, Liz, you have a phone call from Spain. <laughs> oh, so love at first sight. Yes, it, yes, it can happen. And has it ever happened to you? Because when I first read this article that it didn't pop into my brain right away. So we, you know, life happens. And when you are, uh, allow yourself to reminisce and look back and think back of times in your life that you have fun experiences I invite you to do the same. 
but I'll give you a little bit about the science of love at first sight. So this this particular article was written by Helen Fisher, Dr. Helen Fisher, who is a biological anthropologist, and she is the chief science advisor to the internet dating site Match.com. So clearly we have evolved in how we are falling in love, whether you're falling in love at a dance brisa del caballo or um, or you're on match.com, it's love is love. And um, the fun part about this article is that people actually regularly talk about falling in love at first sight. So um, statistics, 63% of men and 53% of women believe in love at first sight. Where are you in that? Um, I'm surprised as I read that statistic um, and read it out loud to you is I'm surprised that it's not more women than men. I, that's just a surprising little thing to me. So this is based on a, a yearly survey um, and based on the um, the census. 63% of men, 53% of women believe in love at first sight. And 41% of men and 29% of women have experienced it. Hmm. Now that I say that, I think stereotypically we think of men um, falling in love more on appearance and women falling in love more on personality okay so those whether that's stereotypical and based in research i'm sure i could find it <laughs> find that somewhere but so that makes a little bit of sense um okay so the singles in america studies these are the studies that that these statistics are based on um dr fisher tells us that there are three things that we notice in a potential partner the first three things we notice. Okay, so I'm going to pause because I'm going to have you think about that and guess. <laughs> In your mind, think of while I take a sip of my coffee. Think about, guess, what are the three, the first three things that we notice in a potential partner. And this is reported by, okay, dun da 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 Number one, their teeth. That's right, number one, their teeth. Number two, 76% of respondents said that. Number two, their grammar, 83%. And number three, their self-confidence. We love confidence here. We talk about how to help raise our energy, raise our confidence, give our confidence, our self-esteem a boost authentically, not just a little boost, but like forever. <laughs> um, raise it forever. 
So, and this is why I'm going to read it right from the article. Your teeth signal your health and general age. Your grammar indicates your background, your education level, and your self-confidence displays your psychological stability. These and a myriad of other physical, psychological, and cultural traits most likely play a role in instant attraction. Love at first sight. So yes, lots of different factors play in. Those are the top three based on that study. But what were, were you right? Did you guess teeth, <laughs> grammar, and confidence? Confidence, I, I think I would definitely, definitely um, say for sure plays a factor in my experience. And just well, even in falling in love with friends, right? Like seeing someone who kind of looks like, looks like a fun person is walking confidently, looks like they feel like good about themselves. You want to be around people like that. I know I do. So the other thing, some of the other things in these articles um, talked about health. So how do you know if you're really sick is one of the other articles in this little collection on intuition. Think about it. Have you ever had some kind of intuition that something was wrong? Um, it's a little bit morbid because it also talks about premonitions of death in this article where um, specifically one of the women had a just had a premonition and intuitive pool that she, there was something wrong that she was going to die. She went continuously well she had some symptoms um dizziness and, and headache for a few months and just had like I'm gonna die so sometimes it's intuition sometimes it's anxiety um and sometimes it's all mixed together and it's hard to tell which is which but in this case she eventually finally um so she started making frozen meals um for her partner to have food after she died and she um thankfully, was diagnosed with a cerebral aneurysm prior to it rupturing, and she did not die. But it does say she was close. So um, there are premonitions on health. It also talks a lot about the aura that comes before um, patients who um, experience migraines, patients who experience, who have epilepsy, um, experience some kind of premonition aura um, in the field of vision. Sometimes it's a smell. So it's like this sensational experience that happens that cues us into something that is coming. Um, for me, I have the experience of, um, well, think, I, I, well, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have the experience, whether it's in dreams or just like a boop pop into my brain or into my awareness, a knowing of some sort of like, call this person, check in with this person. Um, and that, again, that can happen in a dream. I remember a few months ago, I had a dream about one of my family members, a sister-in-law. And in my dream, it was like a dark indigo um, rose and and it was her and it was her face and her image in the dream and it was like 
reach out to her. And I, um, I did, I just, the next day said, I'm thinking about you because sometimes though it's hard to tell someone, Oh, I had this dream about you that I should reach out to you. Right. Some people are like, Oh, that's, unique and other people like thank you so you, you never know so I remember just kind of being like hey you're on my mind I hope all is well sending you love thinking about you and she was so very thankful her text back was um that's so sweet thank you so much and a, a week or so later I remember we talked about it then we saw each other and she was saying that um there she was having a reaction to something on the news and, and just like an emotional time. And she said it was a very well-timed text of love that was sent her way. So I think that those are things that trust them. The more that we trust and nurture those intuitive messages, the dreams or the, to just drop those like little pieces of knowing that might just drop into your awareness whether it's in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, a sensation in your body, something in your heart goes pitter-patter and tells you to reach out to someone. Those are my favorite ones. My favorite ones are the intuition, the dreams, the, the knowings, the messages of, hey, this person is um, showing up for some reason, reach out. And now I don't always because there are dreams that I had <laughs> I had a dream this week of someone who I went to high school with, and that happens often too. And I'm like, there would be no reason. I have no idea why I would reach out to this person because we didn't really have a relationship. We, we knew each other and kind of ran in the same circles. But so um, you do what you want with it, right? So you do what you want with it, and you, you can decide how to use your intuition, which is so much fun. Um, I love, love, love just being able to use mine for connection and relationships and nurturing relationships. So life, love, and of course, business. So in one of these, this, in one of the um, little segments of this, the magazine, it talks about how do we make decisions? And so um, this one, this is a fun one. It talks about how to make better decisions. And really, it just helps us to explore how do you make decisions. And it starts off telling us that research reminds us that we're not very well wired to make good decisions for important uh, long-term consequence types of issues. So if you're wondering about your decision-making style... Do you trust your gut and go with your gut? Do you carefully weigh out the pros and the cons and examine all the factors? Or do you reflect back on situations that you that are similar to the ones you're facing? Um, or do you do a combination? And I believe a lot of us probably do a combination of those things. One of the things that I talk about in my work a lot, whether it's coaching for business or in therapy work, is when you have a decision to make and you know your, you have spent time identifying your values, your mission, and your vision, you can use the values, mission, vision to really help inform your decisions 
when you need to consciously do it. And as you, as you can imagine, knowing your values, identifying your values, putting them up somewhere, talking about them, and your mission, so your goals, your passion, your purpose in your life, and your vision, your dreams, and long-term goals, and the vision for your, for your future, when you know them, when you nurture them, when you display them, talk about them, and reflect on them on a regular basis, then they, they automatically inform your behavior. They automatically inform how your energy informs your behavior, how you align your energy, body, mind, heart, soul, spirit, with your with the decisions that you make, with the the decisions that are, you know, we're making decisions like this all day long, all day long. Some of them are automatic. Some of them we don't have to think about. Some of them just happen the more we practice. So like taking deep breaths when we're sitting in traffic and very frustrated, the more that you practice diaphragmatic breathing, that's from the belly, those deep, slow breaths, um, you're, you start to automatically kind of pop into and use those those tools and strategies um, again, automatically. And it does take practice first. But so when you think about decisions for biz in your career, think of a time that you had to make a big decision. Maybe apply for a job, maybe change jobs, maybe leave a position or a job, or maybe take a a whole new career path. Been there, done that, raising my hand. And I remember a time I had to make a big decision. Before I went back to school for my degree in psychology, I was a teacher, and I had to make a huge decision transitioning I was already working in a school district um, and I received an offer from another school district, went on the interview, had the job offer, and it was a huge decision for me. I was like 22, I think. Um, yeah, I was 22. Wow. And I was I just wanted someone to tell me what to do. And my parents were so very good at not not telling me what to do. And I was begging them. I remember I don't I, I what I remember is me sitting, we were in driving in a car somewhere, going somewhere, probably to a, one of my brother's football games. And I'm in the back seat and I'm like I'm with a yellow legal pad, pros and cons. Like I'm I'm so I'm doing the pros and the cons. I'm outlining what 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 they were for each job. And it was a very, very tough decision. And my parents were like, we cannot tell you what to do. You can talk it out. We can listen. We can, you know, give our like input of, yep, you're right. And, but we will not, we will not tell you what to do. And I, I so appreciated that. And I think that they knew me already since I, they had me for 22 years that you, um, don't tell me like, even if I want advice, I usually it's best to help people make the decision on their own, which is what I do a lot in my work. You, I think sometimes we think you go to therapy for advice. You, you really, you really don't, at least not, not here at Visionistas. You come here to 
tune in with yourself to learn more about yourself, to learn how to love yourself, to learn how to connect with yourself and better with others, improve your self-esteem, your confidence, your skills, and in just aligning your energy, your actions with who you are, with your values. And um, that decision, I, I made the right one. I, I probably would have... I, I look back and I'm, I'm glad I made the decision that I made. I think and I actually trust that if I would have made the other decision, it wouldn't have been a terrible one, right? I, had a, I was fortunate to have two good choices, like choice between a good and, and, a, and an also good. And I know that's not always the case. Clearly in life, we have some times where we have decisions to make that don't feel good on either side. And again, going back to values, mission, vision can be really, really helpful. The more that we nurture the messages, the sensations, the little nudges, little angel whispers that we receive, when we take the time to slow down, to pause, to do some introspection, take some time for ourselves, and then also talk it out, right? Because this article also says, well, one of them, <laughs> says you're not going to use intuition to change a tire, right? We don't, we're not born intuitively to know how to change a tire. Um, and so sometimes it's helpful to use that example to think, might I need some help here? We would need help <laughs> to change a tire, at least me. I was not born intuitively knowing how to change a tire. If you were, bravo to you. That's wonderful. And so we're also not born intuitively to know how to make all of these decisions. So a career change or a relationship change. And that's why there are people out there to help us, our friends, our family, professionals who can help us, career coaches or therapists, our physicians, our family doctors, to help guide us and give us information. There's lots and lots of information out there and and that that is that is all for the taking. Who and that is that is that's where we're gonna end today. We're wrapping it up. As you know, here we love, love, love to help you nurture yourself, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. We have lots of different tools to do that. In addition to this podcast, we have our our um, mental health tune up. That's free. You can you can get that. I'll link that in because it talks specifically about nurturing yourself, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, and just practicing, tuning in, spending time with those things can really help to um, help you feel better, help you live better, help you love and embrace your life intuitively and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And I can't wait to connect with you next time. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. 
For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.